Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's time now. It's time for WrestleMania weekend. I am excited, and uh, I can't wait to get this underway because there's so much to talk about here. But included within this, you know, hi- these highlights for WrestleMania week, you know, the road to WrestleMania has finally been paved. In addition to that, we're also going to be, you know, obviously talk about the Hall of Fame, and there's going to be some other little bits here and there. So. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, it, it's just going to be a lot of fun because there's so much ground to cover. And uh, usually I'd provide like a little highlight of what's to come here. Obviously the continuing discussion with Michael about uh, pin cushion. And of course soon, within a month, just, o- just over a month, yeah, he and uh, his best friend Scott are going to be releasing their next album, Marionette. I cannot wait for that. And like I said before, hopefully we can do another series of episodes um, you know, regarding all the songs off of that set list. So let's get ready because the Omnicast starts now. What a week, what a week, what a week. So here we are going to talk about the honorable mentions and the top five for WWE's road to WrestleMania finally being paved. This is road to WrestleMania weekend. We're also going to briefly touch on the Hall of Fame. What a great you know week. What a great you know road this has been. But I can't wait. Let's get right into it. And after all that, after we get done talking about those things, we're going to offer our predictions for the pay-per-views to come, or the premium live events. So, let's get right into it. The honorable mentions for the week. This is for the week overall. Um, kick things off, honorable mentions-wise, with the return of Bobby Lashley as he challenges this monster Omos. Spoiler alert, there's a lot of leaning on Raw for this uh, episode because Raw had the strongest show going into it. Um, SmackDown was kind of more... Like, yeah, you had some awesome moments on SmackDown, some moments that I wish I could have provided 
you know, coverage for for the most part on here, but I only have so much room. Um, so let, let's get right back to it. Lashley comes back, comes to Raw, challenges Omos, and knocks Omos down. You know, just a, just great television right here because Omos has been built as this almost unstoppable beast, and you want to see him get stopped. You want to see him get toppled. And Bobby Lashley, he provides the answer for that. Next honorable mention from the top five of Raw here, Kevin Owens had a stellar promo just building for this match or encounter at WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin in the main event of night one tonight at WrestleMania, um, you know, 38. I just cannot wait for this because it is going to be so good. And Kevin Owens really has been carrying the build for this match on his back. Um, of course, you'll hear a more thorough review of my thoughts of Raw um, from earlier in the week on Omni Access episode five, but you know this uh, this build for Owens and Austin has just been great. His promo here, Stella saying that he doubts that Stone Cold's actually going to be willing to get into a fight with him, and then he says if he does get into a fight with him, he's going to give him the best stunner in the business. Just you know, great stuff. And last honorable mention. Seth, Seth Rollins and Mr. McMahon. We find out there's a mystery opponent for Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Seth celebrates um, getting his WrestleMania moment. And this is going to... I don't know. This is going to be great. The, the problem is that the so-called dirt sheets have gone around saying that Cody Rhodes is the slated opponent for Seth. And while, yes, you've heard the chance, the build-up here, WWE has definitely capitalized on this anticipation. However... Here's the problem with the dirt sheets. If Cody Rhodes does not come out, if he doesn't come out there as his opponent, this match is going to get booed throughout. It's just going to get booed throughout the whole thing, which is going to be really unfortunate because Seth Rollins is so damn good. And, you know, the only way it would be acceptable to the fans and the attendants for it not to be Cody, especially in Dallas, Texas, Cody's family is from Texas. So if Cody doesn't come out there, I think the only acceptable alternative opponent wouldn't be Shane McMahon, which is the rumored alternative, but would probably be Bray. If he if he comes back, you might have a massive pop from the crowd. So um, there's a lot of rumors going around about who it could be. A lot of rumors saying that Cody's backed out. The only way we'll find out is when this finally happens tonight. I can't wait. But I'm going to get into that momentarily. All right, so... On to the top five of the week. Let's start off with Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre, number five. So this was my number one spot for SmackDown. I almost made the whole top five for Raw just the top five for the week. But, excuse me, sorry, it's just because I talk a lot and it happens. <laughs> but I almost made the top five for the week just the same thing as the top five for Raw because of how good Raw really was in building up WrestleMania. But this is not fair to the other shows. Now let's be honest. This Baron Drew storyline hasn't been as bad as a lot of these dumbass wrestling fans like to say it is. I mean, yes, I get it. It's nowhere near as exciting as some of the others on there that I'll get into momentarily. But it's still decent. I mean, you know, Happy Corbin's been billed as being undefeated since he became happy. And Drew McIntyre's going to end that undefeated streak. And he's going to end it in sound fashion, especially after that terrible joke told by Happy Corbin on SmackDown. Um, just... This is going to not be a very long match. It's just, I mean, it's going to be decent. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be decent. But Drew McIntyre is going to beat the ever-living hell out of, out of uh, Happy Corbin. 
beat the Baron back into him. <laughs> so either way, I think it's going to be fun, um, especially when Drew gets to have his WrestleMania moment in front of the fans the f and gets to have his first babyface victory in front of them in this run at WrestleMania. His first babyface victory at WrestleMania in front of them during this run. It'll be a big moment, I think, for Drew, and especially as they begin his push back to the world title scene. Um, number four. This is the number one from NXT. Um, Cameron Grimes defeats Roderick Strong and A-Kid in a great, absolutely great triple threat match to determine the last entrant into that multi-man ladder match for the North American title tonight, or rather here in just not that long from now at NXT Stand and Deliver. I'll get into those predictions here momentarily. But, you know, this... Uh, this this match, like I said, was a great match. NXT has such good main event segments and good opening segments that you know it really is can't miss to a large degree. I don't care if you know you hate the look of 2.0, if you prefer black and gold, or if you've never heard of NXT. The thing is, if you like wrestling, you need to watch NXT because they have the best of wrestling in there. They still do, in my strong opinion. I mean, the only gripe I have, and I love like the look of the show. I like, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like, I appreciate the um, the history behind keeping things at full sale, but I really wish they would go on the road. I really do, because I think it would give these stars so much more exposure. I know it would probably cost more money to do it, but ultimately, I think it would be better for them if they got used to the on the road travel as well. But you know, they're they're getting there. They're improving. So number three, back to Raw here. Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair with undoubtedly the most exciting women's um, story in the company. Look, I love and I appreciate the story going on between Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. I'm actually excited for that match, but it's hard. You can't touch this Becky and Bianca Bianca story. Everything's there that you want to be there. The you know the, this the bad blood between them. You know the anticipation. Everything is there. Everything that you want in this match is there. So. I mean, Bianca and Becky with this whole thing where Becky's hair gets cut because Becky tried to cut Bianca's hair. I mean, th this whole thing was just fun to watch, and I cannot wait for this thing to just completely blow off at WrestleMania. Once again, getting into my predictions here momentarily. All right, so number two, Roman Reigns, his promo at Raw was just excellent. I almost made it number one. I almost made it number one. But th this this story between Brock and Roman, I'm just going to do a spoiler alert, just combine number two, Roman's promo, with number one, Brock's prom promo. Um, they were number one, number two for Raw, so they're number one, number two for the week again. Roman's promo was just great. He just got back at the what what chance, you know, after earlier in the night, Brock Lesnar was egging them on. Um, but, you know, Roman just, it, it was, I don't know, I, I really feel this story. I really do. And there's been a lot of criticism about, like, oh, it doesn't need the undisputed, it doesn't need a unification of the world and universal titles. Shut up. Just watch. I mean, I'm so tired of the bitching all the time. Like, quit bitching all the time. Because this this story really is awesome. At least from my perspective, it's awesome. I can't wait. Roman had an awesome promo. Brock Lesnar had an awesome promo. Which, you know, we don't know. It could be his last promo. This could be his last match coming up. I hope it's not. But it could be. And it would be a fitting end for Brock Lesnar. It really would. So... Just great promos here. Build up for Brock and Roman. Brock Lesnar just looking very loose and just enjoying himself. Having fun. This story is the best story going on 
in the industry right now. I don't give a damn what you try to think. It is the best story going on right now. Roman's just the best heel character in a very long time. So the, that's my review for WWE for the Road to WrestleMania. Very briefly, I want to talk about, because I talk about it more at length on Omni Access Episode 6, which I just uh, posted uh, via Patreon. Um, the Hall of Fame, you know, first and foremost, it was really awesome to see the Steiners get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Scott Steiner being very humble, reserved in his commentary. You know, not this uh, crazy person that everyone's always known him to be. But you know what? You know, I always came in there expecting him to kind of go off about things, and he didn't. And you know what? It was a beautiful tribute. Speaking of beautiful tributes, I'm going to kind of skip a little bit and talk about Shad Gaspard. Um, Shad sacrificed his life for his son, literally. He died saving his son's life, and that's not the first time he put his life in jeopardy. Apparently, according to the story we heard at the Hall of Fame, he also stopped a bank, a, a, a robbery as well at, a, I think, a gas station, if I remember right. And this, this is, uh, I don't know, it was so beautiful a tribute. This whole night was, also, you know, also congratulations to Charmel, some, um, a beautiful story about that. I never knew she was a Nitro girl before this. Uh, really cool. Uh, she's in the Hall of Fame. I don't care if she did anything significant beyond being the valet for Booker. It's a nice moment for their family. Um, and honestly, I, I can't go without mentioning the uh, beautiful and amazing tribute to The Undertaker. Um, as Vince said, and I believe it's true, the most well-deserved Hall of Fame induction of all time for the entire industry. The I believe strongly, number one, well, I don't agree with... Everything Undertaker says, all of his beliefs, personally, you know, he's a you know, devout Christian, you know, awesome, kudos to him. Um, he's also uh, very much a conservative, you know what, hey, okay, whatever, that's his viewpoints. But I love, uh, he, I think he's the greatest character in the history of the industry. I believe, as he said, I do believe it's true, the Undertaker Kane storyline is the best storyline in the history of the industry. Um, he also had the best match arguably, in the history of WrestleMania. In the history, I think, of the industry overall, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25. Just an awesome... And that storyline, you know, from WrestleMania 25 through, what was it, WrestleMania 28? No, 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 27. That, that span of time between 25, 26, 27, 28, you know, starting with the two matches with Shawn Michaels and then the two matches with Triple H, the end of an era... That's the greatest. Uh, that's the greatest series of matches in the history of, of the of the game, if you want to call it that. And you know, Undertaker had a wonderful standing ovation for him from the crowd. All these chants. He couldn't. I mean, basically five minutes of just the people cheering him on. That's it was beautiful. And of course, he ended it off by saying, "Never say never," which of course gets everyone talking. Is he going to come back again? And as I said on Omni Access Episode 6, I think if he wants to come back again, let him have one more match this time in front of the fans if he thinks he can do it. Just shut up, watch, or don't watch. But either way, let those of us who are looking forward to that, if he wants to do it, let those of us who think that way just enjoy the freaking moment. So, just beautiful tribute. And now, let's get on to the predictions. So, the predictions for... You know, WrestleMania weekend, starting with Stand and Deliver. Some of this you might not be able to listen to before Stand and Deliver gets started, but let's get right into it. 
opening things off, at least according to the card I saw, I think Gunther is going to defeat LA Knight. Um, Gunther is just a beast. LA Knight definitely deserves a win, but Gunther, I mean, it, I think Gunther could afford a loss. I mean, Imperium did have a good night on NXT, but Gunther, I think he is most likely to uh, to win out, out of these two teams. Uh, well, out of these two men right here. Knight definitely, I think, is going to get called up to the main roster very soon. But Gunther is, he is a train, runaway train, and I think it's going to be just an awesome match regardless. But my prediction is Gunther's going to win. Uh, Tony D'Angelo is, I believe, going to defeat Tommaso Ciampa in Tommaso Ciampa's last NXT match. Will this lead to Ciampa being called up to the main roster? Very likely. Um, Ciampa has had a stellar career in NXT. Just overall, an awesome career. <clears throat> I think it's going to be a wonderful match. Um, but I do believe Tony D'Angelo is going to get that rub and is going to get the victory here, especially after he lost to Pete Dunne in his previous feud. So I think he's going to get the win here. Women's tag team titles. I think that Raquel and Kai are going to regain the women's tag team titles, defeating Toxic Attraction. Um, I think Gigi Dolan and JC Jane have had an awesome reign. I love Toxic Attraction, the, the stable. Um, but ultimately... Kai has had this like redemption story, especially after she had the split from Raquel to begin with. Now they've come back around full circle. I think uh, the only way that you could justify them losing is if you're going to have them split up again, but that's just not going to happen, especially if they just brought them back together. Kai and Raquel are going to win, and then we're going to go on here to the North American title ladder match. Probably the match I'm most excited for out of this whole show. I mean, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming, but I believe... And this, is, this was actually a hard choice for me. This match with Carmelo Hayes defending the North American title against Solo Sokoa, Santos Escobar, Grayson Waller, and Cameron Grimes. I think Grimes is going to get the win because of how they've been building up this whole tribute to his father. Uh, that whole storyline, I think it makes sense for him to win. Um, so I think Cameron Grimes is going to win that match. Um, tag team titles, NXT tag team titles. Imperium, I believe, gets the win over MSK and the Creed Brothers for a number of reasons. Um... Partially related to Gunther, I believe, winning earlier in the night. I think it's going to build Imperium as this unstoppable trio like they were in NXT UK when they were a foursome. Um, <clears throat> also, there's some controversies involving um, Nash Carter of MSK, sadly. So I think that will stop them from even getting that push. And also, the Creed brothers have a sideline, have a side story going on where they were attacked in the parking lot. And uh, they're... They had this message come up saying from this mystery attack, these mystery attackers suggesting that they're going to be watched. So I think that might play a part in the uh, in the outcome here to some degree. But I think it's going to ultimately stop the Creed brothers from winning. If they win, their first opponents will be the team that attacked them. Um, but losing, I believe, I believe it's going to be a loss. I believe Imperium is going to retain. <clears throat> Women's championship, um, a fatal four way. This is going to be fun to watch. I think, the, of course, Kaylee Ray, the longest reigning women's champion, I believe, of this entire era, um, of deck in the past few decades, she's the longest reigning woman, like over 600 days, NXT Women's Champion she was. Um, she, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, against the defending champion Mandy Rose. I think Mandy picks up the victory. Um, mostly, <clears throat> usually I don't think it <clears throat> makes a lot of sense to split the, to split the successes of, of a stable. You know, having like, for instance, uh, Gigi and Jace and Jane losing earlier in the night and then Mandy retaining. Usually I don't think that makes sense, but right here it does because 
<clears throat> Mandy's coming into this looking like everything's stacked against her, especially if you have Gigi and JC uh, losing early in the night. It will look like everything's not working out for Toxic Attraction, uh, especially also if you have like titles already changing hands early in the night too. <clears throat> so it'll look like the champions have some disadvantages. And then, of course, Mandy Rose coming in there saying, you know, I didn't say I was going to defend against everyone. But now, usually this kind of story works out for the champion more than it does anything. And you got to have some heels winning. So I think Mandy retains here, regardless. With, of course, Cora being her obvious um, first singles um, opponent in, in the next uh, runaround. And now, finally, the main event of the night, I believe, Braun Breaker, especially on on the heels of his father and uncle getting into the Hall of Fame, I believe Braun regains the NXT title. Dolph Ziggler's good run here in NXT, I uh, believe, wraps up. Um, otherwise, Braun's getting called up to the main roster. If he doesn't win, he's going to end up on the main roster probably on Raw on Monday. And now, moving on, WrestleMania night one. I can't wait. This is tonight. This is tonight. Um... Let's just get right into it here. And I know right now the uh, the pre-show is probably unfolding for Stand and Deliver. Because it's supposed to start at 1. So I need to get back to that and watch it. <laughs> but WrestleMania Night 1. New Day, I believe, is going to defeat Sheamus and, and uh, Ridge Holland. Um, this is be, I think this is mostly going to be a tribute to Big E. Hopefully Big E gets better soon. But um, this is going to be just a great way of... You know, just uh, kind of getting that win back, especially since Ridge and Sheamus have had a lot of success alongside Pete Butch Dunn. Um, but I think a New Day gets this victory here, for sure. Drew McIntyre, for sure, is getting a very quick victory over Corbin. Um, you'll likely to see Madcap also turn on Corbin in this. So you'll see Corbin probably reaching out for Madcap's help, and then Madcap's probably going to turn his back on Drew. But I believe Drew's going to get the victory. The Mysterios are most certainly going to get the victory over Miz and Logan Paul. Um, Logan, Logan Paul, if you don't have a situation, which I, I think is going to happen, if you don't have Madcap turning on Corbin, you're definitely going to see Logan Paul turning his back on Miz. But either way, they're going to turn on each other after the match anyway. Regardless, I, I believe that's going to happen. Either way, the Mysterios are going to win this match, for sure. It's going to be a great father-son moment. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Boogs and Shinsuke are, I believe they're going to win over the Usos. Number one, it's because the Usos have had a great long reign. And it's going to be one of the situations where you split the difference for you know, for, for a stable here. Uh, but the Usos, I believe, especially after last week, you know, the, the Usos and Austin Theory got the victory in the six-man tag on SmackDown. That's a last laugh roll, I think. So I think the Bo that Boogs and Shinsuke get the tag titles. They're definitely going to get their win back in a big way. Great match here. SmackDown Women's Title. I'm more excited for this than most people are. It's, it's okay, but... Because I also see the storyline behind this. I see the background. This goes back to Survivor Series of 2018. When Charlotte replaced Becky against Rousey. And just beat the holy hell out of Rousey at that, at that Survivor Series. And then, of course, you have... Of course, they're... You know, them being part of that triple threat for the first ever women's main event of WrestleMania. Um, I know that the, you know, the poor promos on the part of Rousey, for the most part, have led to this being demoted from the main event of night one down to sort of the mid-card of WrestleMania. But it's still going to be fun. It's still going to be a lot of fun. And I think Rousey is still set to get that victory. If she doesn't, then 
I think this run for Rousey could be over. I mean, I don't, I don't see how she recovers from losing to Charlotte, um, unless of course it's by severe shenanigans. But I think Rousey's going to get the victory. Um, I don't think it's going to immediately take place right after this, after the women's um, championship match for SmackDown. But the Raw Women's Championship, I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to, I'm going to make a risky prediction. I believe Becky defeats Bianca. I believe that because Bianca looked way too strong on Raw. Does it mean that Bianca can't beat Becky? No. But I think that Becky's going to get this victory over Bianca. Because if Rousey beats Charlotte and Becky beats Bianca, then you have a perfect build for next year's WrestleMania. Because if Becky can hold on to the women's title, if they can both hold on to the respective women's titles until next year at WrestleMania, I see them going against each other. I see them having a showdown there or like you know say Becky screws over Rousey or vice versa um, either way these two matches taking place on the same night I think is going to play a significant role in what happens um, next year at Wrestlemania I, I really do um, Seth Rollins is Mr. Opponent I do believe that there is probably a 75% chance I don't want to say 90 but 75% chance that Cody is Seth's opponent, and if he is, he's showing up in Texas, the home state of his father, of his family, and Cody is most certainly going to beat Seth. And if he shows up, that crowd is going to be more excited than you have seen them in a long time, and that will perfectly prime them for Stone Cold Steve Austin to kick the crap out of KO. So I guess you could say Austin over KO um, in, in a way. So great. You'll have two awesome WrestleMania moments. I kind of wish that um, Cody and Seth were on night two, but I'm excited to see it tonight because it's going to be kind of hard to top it, especially if, if Cody does show up. WrestleMania night two, tomorrow. Let's get right into it. I think the women's tag team titles are going to change hands. So usually the last laugh rule would say that Sasha and Naomi should lose because they got this victory on SmackDown, but I actually think they're going to win. Um, they're the biggest clear opponents of Carmella and... Uh, and Zelina Vega, but I, I think you know, you know, Rhea and Liv and Shayna and Natty have a good, uh, you know, fu immediate future here for right after WrestleMania. But I think that the women's tag team titles are going to go to Sasha and Naomi. Sasha will get her first ever victory at WrestleMania. If she loses, I, I, I mean, the only other team I can see winning, other than Sasha and Naomi, is Rhea and Liv, which is a really strong possibility. That's why I listed them as being right after Sasha and Naomi. I just, I know, I'm pretty sure, very sure that Carmella and Vega are not retaining. I'm very sure of that. But Sasha and Naomi, I strongly believe are going to win this match. Um, Alright, so I believe Johnny Knoxville is obviously going to defeat Sami Zayn, but it's still going to be fun to watch. Going to be anything goes. Just going to be a battle here, but Knoxville is going to get that victory. And Sami Zayn, of course, is just going to be whining about a conspiracy effort. So it's just going to be fun. I love Sami Zayn, so one of my absolute favorite characters in the entire industry. Um, Bobby Lashley and Omos. Lashley's going to beat Omos. He just is. And uh, Omos will suffer his first uh, singles victory. and uh, sing He'll suffer his first singles loss, rather. And it's going to be great. I I'm looking forward to Lashley having his WrestleMania moment as a babyface at WrestleMania for the first time since the Battle of the Billionaires, I believe. So, going to be a good, uh, going to be a good showdown there, I think. Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. I'm going to say this right now. I think this is going to steal the show. I think this is going to steal the show. Um, it's the sleeper match. 
Because people forget, especially if you've never seen Pat McAfee wrestle. I watched NXT. I, I still watch NXT, but I was watching NXT when McAfee first entered the ring when he was in that match against Adam Cole, and then when he was a part of War Games. McAfee is exciting to watch, and he and Theory are going to tear that house down. It's going to be awesome. McAfee's going to beat Theory. It's going to be a great match. The Raw Tag Team Titles. I think that uh, this was a hard prediction because I don't think Alpha Academy is winning this match, but there's also a possibility that the two babyface teams could you know, cancel each other out and then lead to the Alpha Academy winning. Um, so all three teams have a legitimate shot at winning. Um, really tempting to say RK Bro is going to win, going to retain, but I think Riddle and Randy Orton have a falling out. And I think that the Street Profits pick up the victory. That's that's my prediction. Kind of a bold prediction, but the Profits got the victory over RK Bro in Columbus when I while I was there with my kids. So I don't know. It stands to reason that you know they uh, that they should lose. But it's been so many weeks since that victory, and they've been building this up in a good way. You're not supposed to expect the Profits to win, and I think they're going to win. And I think they might even turn heel, especially with how things have been getting built. Um. Probably the match. I mean, it's so hard to say which match I'm looking forward to the most because so many good things are coming for WrestleMania. But the Street Profits, RK Bro, um, is going to be good. But Styles and Edge, oh my God. AJ Styles, I think, is going to win. This was a hard prediction to make, but Edge is the heel coming in here. So I think this is going to lead Edge to going into a more psycho mode. Um, but uh, Styles, this actually might lead to a longer feud between them. But Styles is going to go over Edge, and it's going to be a beautiful match. This could still become match of the night, but it's going to be hard to compete with McAfee in theory because people are not expecting it to be as good as I think it's going to be. And finally, the main event. The main event. I think they're actually kind of right to a small degree that this is the biggest main event in the history of WrestleMania because I don't. they've never had a unification match at WrestleMania. And between these two beasts of characters, these guys... Brock and Roman have done such an amazing job of building this up, especially with Heyman in the middle. Roman, I believe, is most certainly winning this match. Um, just because Brock... I don't think Brock thinks he needs a title. But he's having fun. I'm loving it. This is going to be a great match, I think. And Roman is going to go over him, and it's going to be awesome. What a WrestleMania this is going to be. I cannot wait... And we are only minutes away from the beginning of NXT Stand and Deliver. Let me finish editing this show because it's going to be posted. And you're not going to be able to have time to listen to this show before NXT gets started. But at least my predictions will be out there. So, you know, hopefully you listen and enjoy this episode. Let's get right to it. into the spoon drawer. I don't want to touch your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Why 
Yeah, would that be weird? <laughs> we got summers in West Virginia, right? Uh, no. Oh, no. I'll just play No, sorry, dog. <laughs> Missy. Uh, what? <laughs> no, no, Michael. <laughs> uh, that's all of it. Okay. You okay, honey? Oh, I know, it's kind of hot. Sorry, honey, it just came out of the microwave. <laughs> no, I don't like it. You don't like it? You'll live. You'll make some ketchup with it, I guess. <laughs> What do I do? Put some ranch in there. I mean, that is your Uncle Michael's strategy. <laughs> right? Okay. So if you don't like, so if you don't like ice cream, go Frank. Put a ranch in. <laughs> that that what? When you first started speaking, all our girls. What's up? Ice cream. What about ice cream? He said, so if you don't like ice cream, that means you're going to put ranch on it. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. <laughs> yeah, the, the flavor profile has to be just right. Oh God! It's a little I bitter. Up, I would throw up before you get into my mouth. <laughs> I would. I would scoop it up with the throw up. <laughs> <laughs> like, did I seriously not like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. So now, yeah, we can record right here. So on to the next song here. Yeah. Um. The next one is I Want to Trust Again. It's a song that I have once again. It's, pr- it's my personal favorite, honestly. Like it, Wonderland was my personal favorite, and then I Want to Trust Again became my personal favorite. So those two are my top two well, favorites. Well, I, I Want to Trust Again is a very open, open song about how I feel in my relationship with my wonderful, beautiful woman. Uh, and she does everything that she can for me to uh, help me get past my past pain. Right. Uh, but... Those that have come in and out of my life have always been very, uh, like, deceiving. In uh, one way they, they, they will they will portray one image. one thing and uh, one image, and then uh, one day I will unravel everything that they uh, that they portrayed to be and and see them for who they truly are. And that's happened so much that. I've grown to have serious trust issues, like serious trust issues, and I, mm-hmm. I want to be open about that, and I, I, I feel bad, and I, many comments. Nothing any person that right now can do anything about, but yeah, like well, I'm not going to say names, but people around personally know this. I, I did just have a relationship a couple years ago, uh, and I get it; it's been a couple years, but it's still like. How can you do this? And it's still fresh in your heart. Yeah, yeah. it's still not. And it's not the first time that something similar has happened. But right, she was pregnant. We were engaged. We just went to a venue. You got it set up. Right. And like I said, she's like might I say again, she was pregnant. Right. And it's the roughest part about that. Push came to shove. I ended up finding out some information. And like we were about to go to cake testing, cake taste testing, and shit. Like we had colors. Seating arrangements, everything. I mean, like, we were constantly talking about the marriage and everything. And she would bring it up most of the time. Right. I'm, I'm, I know you remember the day that she had it at work on yep. the fucking table. She had a big old po- poster board. The plans for you guys' yeah, wedding. Yeah. And, like I said, we had names for babies and future babies. Yeah. And everything planned out. Like, and that's what made that so hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was so confusing. It's like... And then, like, she helped me with so much shit in my life. Right. I'm not going to really go too far into what she helped me with, but she helped me with a lot of things. The primary one being that you drive now. She helped you get Yeah, she helped me learn how to drive, partially. 
So it threw us all through a loop in a way. Yeah, because like, like, why would you do so much shit for somebody and then do what you did? Your son, and that was the hardest part. Yeah, especially because after she left, he would ask for her. Yeah, for months he did. Yeah, and like he finally forgot her, and all this pain that came from that has made it to where like I can't trust. No matter how much I love her, like she knows I love her with with everything in me. Right. It's just like there's certain parts of me that look for signs and you've told me before this song i want to trust again is effectively uh your song to her yeah in a way because it's 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 me saying i want to like it's literally the title is basically it's it's like your song to her it's also kind of a way of your song uh your song like begging like some higher power to let you trust again yeah i do like i i would give i would give everything to i would give my right arm i'll give my right arm my right arm, whole fucking thing. Take it, take it. No, I think my favorite my left line too. <laughs> I want to be able to trust again. I, 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 I hate that. I, I, I could just sit there and then like a thought would pop in my head and then it would, it, it, it will sit there and it would gnaw, uh-huh. gnaw at me, and just eat away my sanity at times. Right, eat away at your soul. Yeah, and I, I it, it drives me insane. And well, I, I think I, that I apologize to her so much about it. And in this song. I do apologize, right? A, a couple times, you and, do. and I, and it's like I, I, I want to trust. I mean, basically, the chorus itself is an apology. So, yeah. I mean, so my favorite line in there, other than the chorus, involves you like drowning. Yeah, you're because, talking about because drowning. I feel like I'm drowning. It's a, it's like it's a constant fight. It's like I'm th- like I, I have I have different uh, ways. Like I, I was gonna I was gonna mention this. Like you'll hear uh, a similar line in a lot of my songs because. It is the best way I feel like I per, like I, I talk about how I perceive some of my exes to be, right. like because they always seem to be the angel. They always right. seem to oh, be an moment. angel, and then like like it's like like every angel I've encountered turned out to be a demon. Right. Like I talk, and that's that. why ultimately like, in another song that's unreleased, I talk about the devil really is an angel. I'm not going to uh-huh. give the full line out, but there's like I talk about shit. I have songs that are fully written. Right, they haven't been released yet. They haven't been released. I don't have a beat. I don't even have a a steady flow with it. It's more like a poem. You'll get to it in time. And like I told myself, I was like, one day I'm gonna either edit this into where it can be put into a beat, or I'm just gonna keep it as is and find a way to flow it into something. Which I've done that with a few things. I've found a way to flow it in, and it sounds perfect. I think a lot of this calls back to uh, you know you and I have talked before about this that when you love, you love hard, and that's one of your greatest curses. But that's also taught us like you, you. if, if you're gonna do something, you do it right. You need to show if you're someone love, you love. You them. love them hard. And right. if you love somebody, show them at every giving turn. And right. I, I do that. Like the last thing I say to anybody, anybody I care about, I don't want my last words to be anything other than "I love you." Because if I walk out this door right now, me and her go home. I get to a car wreck. I want the last thing you for you to know from me is that I love you. Right. That's the reason why whenever I leave. I say I love you. I don't want to hear. I'll see you later. I don't want. To, I don't want to hear right. nothing else. Right. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to say nothing else. I want the last words to be "I love you." And I started that trend with mom. Right. I'm about and, to say, yeah. That's. And, I mean, that's getting into the more emotional part. But that's just. It's yeah. part of who we are. Everything we do, in its own way, stems back to mom because that's just how she raises. Stems back to mom. It stems back to love. Like right. mom. Mom taught us to love yeah. people. She taught us. She to taught us to be, compassionate. be accepted of whoever they are, as long right. as they're not hurting you or hurting somebody else. Right. 
like love them. It doesn't matter. Like show people that you care. Like just because someone's different or from a different. And place, see, that's why you and I, all four of us, will actually do things for people and never tell anyone else about it because oh, yeah. like, that's it, just how mom raised us to like, be. I, I don't. I don't need to be celebrated because I helped. It's also why it also disgusts us too when people do that oh, yeah. shit. I, 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 I hate seeing people <clears throat> fucking film like oh I. Gave or when they film man. a homeless person yeah, getting yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this poor man sitting on the fucking. Now you're advertising that he's homeless. Right. For one, putting it all. Like, oh, see me. Only praise that I'm doing this. I want to record it too so right. everybody else can see I'm doing right. something. Now, motherfucker, you don't need praise. Just go and fucking help somebody. You see somebody on the road and you see them suffering. If you want to give them $100 or buy them a fucking apartment. Just do it in silence. Yeah. Who needs to know? Who right. needs to know? Like, exactly. if I had the money and, like, I'm doing it just for attention on the fucking point. road doing something. If right. I was like, you know what? I see potential in that person. I, I don't know what it is, but I see it. And, like, I see in some of these videos like, oh, I'm going to give this person like $500 and I'm going to rent them out a, a, a fucking hotel room for a month. Like, right. Well, what great, after, about after great, that month, yeah. Great. I love that you did that. You gave that person a possible chance to turn their life around. But why did you need to record it? Right. Why did you need to record it and post it on social media so people could suck your dick for like fucking two weeks and then forget what you did? Right. Like, who fucking cares? If you're going to help somebody change their life, just help somebody. Some people, I see them get all emotional watching that stuff. Sometimes, like, I only get emotional because of the person they're recording. Yeah. Because, you know, you know they're going, you know their whole life has changed. What's a good thing is helping other people. What's not a good thing is making it, like, making yourself the focus of attention yeah. and even getting attention for it at all. Like, it should just be something we're all expected to do is help each other yeah. out. We, we, don't, <clears> we don't need to be praised for helping somebody. Right. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to fucking do that because in a way I feel like that's kind of embarrassing. Like, of course. It's a, that it's person's a, face online. Right. Like, hey, look, this guy, he has nothing in his wallet, right? Hey, guess what? Here's right. $500 in a room to sleep in. That's, I mean, like, that's, that's where it's evil. In well, a way. Like, don't fucking, don't, don't advertise him. And the worst thing don't is how, we, how our society looks at homeless people. Yeah. I mean, we hear it all the time where we work is, you know, people looking down on the homeless because yeah. we have a few well, homeless no, I people. I think it's also come from, like, we struggled. Right. A lot. I mean, we were literally homeless a handful of times. So And facing homelessness and having... Thankfully, you're, you're too young to remember everything from us being homeless, except for when we lived in the I hotel room. The main stuff I remember was up... Uh, up until like like we would have like no cable or yeah. we wouldn't have like gas or yeah. electric for like a minute right uh, and like yeah I've told the and, kids that and <laughs> not really not really knowing if we were gonna have food tomorrow right. or or a roof over their over our heads like next month or and whatever. see our experience is also why I'm so gung ho about supporting child support and stuff like that well, yeah. because I think uh, the parent who isn't present you know needs to do something. To help provide for the child, well, yeah. I don't give a shit what the relationship is between the children, between the parents. Something needs to be done. So when I hear people bitching about child support and saying, "Oh, they just like no," child support exists for a reason, and it's it's a good thing that it exists because when it doesn't get paid, then those children suffer. Yeah. End of story. <laughs> Till we already lost the
awesome But every time I found them They turned out to be an impossible Telling me they're different Only to lead to slam to slaughter Say you're not the same And I wanna believe it Every time I give my heart They break it and they leave it True love is out of reach for me I can't even dream it Every change of life encountered Turned out to be a demon Believe me this is true I wanna trust again But every time I fall in love They fall in another's hands Like always I fail It is back to the start I wanna quit this game And rebound my and I'm bleeding words easily to see me Seeing is believing it That's why I'm screaming I live in the rain Drowning in an ocean of pain I swim to the surface But get pulled under again Depression's pulling me farther I'm choking on water If I don't get out soon Then I'll be a goner Escape this I can't I've ran out of sand Breathing said possible I need a lover's hand Believe me this is true